Hey, this is Kari Payton. I'm Cyborg from Teen Titans and Injustice and Injustice 2. And Ezekiel from The Walking Dead. And you're listening to The Night Nerd. So keep listening. Also, booyah! Because I'm schizophrenic. Welcome to the Night Nerd Podcast. I'm your host, Lance. It's Tuesday, so we're going to talk some TV and movies. All week, we're celebrating Bad Boys. Bad Boys for Life comes out. I'm, like I said yesterday, way too excited about this movie. I love the Bad Boys movies. I'm not sorry for that. They're great. They're a lot of fun. And this one looks to be no different. So we're looking at Bad Boys in various pop culture things. Uh, Yesterday, we talked about video games and whatnot. So today we're going to look at TV and movies. Um, There's all sorts of great bad boys. I mean, it's been a trope since, I mean, the dawn of TV and film. You know, you go back to movies, um, Marlon Brando, uh, Stanley and Streetcar Named Desire. That was awesome. Um, You can... Look at Glenn Ford in Gilda when he was Johnny Farrell. Farrell? Farrell. I don't remember. It's either Farrell or Farrell. And, you know, he was just... The thing about movie bad boys, like we kind of talked about video game bad boys, is you kind of want to hate them, but they kind of do their own thing. All the while, at the end of the day, they're usually good guys. Probably one of the most infamous bad boys would be Jim Stark, played by James Dean in Rebel Without a Cause. You know, that uh, James Dean in any movie, really, it's just hard to hard to narrow him down to just one. But I feel like, given the title, we'll go with Rebel Without a Cause. Um, but even in modern stuff, you know, you had Johnny Depp in Crybaby. And... He was that 50s rocker bad boy that fit in with all those guys that we just talked about. But everybody still loved him, and he was making all the girls cry. Like That's where he got the crybaby from. Uh, Reality Bites. I don't know if you ever saw Reality Bites with Ethan Hawke and Winona Ryder. We're going to see Winona Ryder's name come up a lot. Something about her movies attract bad boys. I don't know why. But Ethan Hawke played Troy Dyer. And Reality Bites was right there at the cusp of the turn of the millennia and uh, really was defining generations before we knew that those were generations to be defined. That's just kind of crazy. I have a soft spot in my heart for Benedict Cumberbatch, his con, not to take anything away from the Ricardo Montalbong con, but Benedict Cumberbatch's con I feel he's a little more sympathetic and he kind of does, you know, fits all the bad boy motifs. One of the most famous bad boys, though, especially from the 80s, is going to be Bender from The Breakfast Club. It, uh, I'm trying to think of quotes. There's some Jane Silent Bob quotes I could use if we weren't like a PG show, but you know, he's the bad boy and he ends up with the pretty girl and. It's, I think, the epitome, as much as I love James Dean 
And I think James Dean is an icon. When I think bad boy, Bender from The Breakfast Club has got to be it. He just, he's just awesome, you know, and it's The Breakfast Club. Warwick Brown from CSI, who was uh, Gary Dorton. Now, I know you're thinking CSI, uh, but the people that watched it loved it. And part of that was Warwick Brown. You know, he he would drink and he would gamble and he kind of maybe had a wife that we never saw. And there's just so much about him. Like he was dangerously cool. And that's, I think that's what a bad boy is. Uh, speaking of James Dean, James Franco, who played James Dean in a movie, James Franco in Freaks and Geeks as Daniel Desario. He was, you know, he was the one that would listen to like Black Sabbath and the, the heavy metal and do everything that the other kids were kind of scared to do, but they saw him do it, and yeah, it was it was awesome. So everybody loved him. Jake Ryan from Sixteen Candles. You know, while we're talking about Breakfast Club and John Hughes, I mean, Jake Ryan was just that that guy. He was that guy in Sixteen Candles, and it worked. It was it was great. I'm trying to think like in the 80s. So he's he's an interesting case. I'm sitting here thinking about like if you were alive in the 80s. And when I say alive, I mean from like 12 to 35. I know that's a big age gap, but probably not even that. Like probably 12 to 24. We'll narrow it down a little bit. And you went and saw 16 Candles, like, Jake was your boy. It was, I mean, everybody loved Ducky, yeah, 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 Jake was your boy. And after that movie came out, the Jake, Jack, stuff like that, that name for boys skyrocketed. Because, I mean, not maybe not because of that movie, but not not because of the movie, if you know what I mean. It's just kind of how it works. Daniel Cleaver in Bridget Jones's Diary, Hugh Grant, who... Normally, Hugh Grant's kind of the aloof, lovable guy. If you look at like Notting Hill, Mickey Blue Eyes, um, I'm going to stop myself there because I do have an uncanny knowledge of Hugh Grant movies. But in Bridget Jones' Diary, like he's kind of the dirtbag. And still, it's Hugh Grant, so you kind of root for him and you kind of love him and adore him. And it's weird. I mean, as much as you want Colin Firth to win... You still kind of go for Hugh Grant. I would catch a lot of flack. I wasn't going to mention this next one, but I know I would catch a lot of flack, and that's Han Solo. He is like the sci-fi bad boy. I get it. I I respect it. And that's all we're going to say about it. We're just going to move on uh, just because. I said we'd come back to Winona Ryder. Well, Heathers, JD, played by the great Christian Slater, I mean, if that's not, you know, for what, like, Bender and Jake were in the 80s, JD was in the 90s. And just kept that tradition going. Got a little bit darker um, than the other ones. But, hey, that was the 90s. Everything was dark and gloomy and, I don't know, really, really strange. A lot of lists I was looking at for this mentioned Romeo. Like, from Romeo and Juliet. And... I agree. 
But since we're talking TV and movies, I'm going to go ahead and go with the Leonardo DiCaprio version of Romeo from Romeo and Juliet uh, by Buzz Larman. And I think that's probably the most, if you're looking for the, the bad boy, that's a good Romeo archetype is what Leo did in that movie. Jared Leto, you know, he started off as a bad boy in my so-called life when he was Jordan Catalano. Um, that everybody's like, okay, this dude can act. He can be a bad boy. There we go. Another iconic bad boy from back in the days got to be Rhett Butler from Gone with the Wind. Clark Gable, smooth, like got those like manly good looks. Everybody loved him, but he was kind of a a hole in Gone with the Wind. But he still, you know, tried to by the end of it try to do right and stuff. But then he, frankly, Madeir didn't give a damn. But for a, a Civil War bad boy, I guess that's kind of what you expect. And he did he did pretty good on that. Um, Javier Bardem, who I love Javier Bardem, when he was Juan Antonio in Vicky Cristina Barcelona, you know, he did that just, again, that kind of suave. He's one of the more suave bad boys, you know. We talked about ones who were kind of the rocker bad boys, but you can also have the suave style and that's what he what he was paul rudd is andy in wet hot american summer he's the the goofy bad boy you know he's the one that you kind of joke with but then you also take him serious because you never really know what he's up to another big 90s one i forgot about is patrick verona heath ledger in 10 things i hate about you that, you talked like late 90s, so you had J.D. in the early 90s. Well, Heath Ledger in the late 90s definitely put his mark on on the bad boy thing. And I, I keep feeling like I, I need to go back to TV. You know, we've only had like one TV mention. You also had Mark Sloan on Grey's Anatomy, who was McSteamy. Because everyone was all about McDreamy, but McSteamy was, was the bad boy who... You know, had an affair with his best friend's wife and was just always kind of playing his games and doing what he what he did. And it was, I mean, it was a great character. People loved it. Dylan McKay from 90210 by the late, great Luke Perry. That was, uh, again, he was more the kind of suave. I mean, everyone on 90210 was the suave, but he was just different in a class of himself. Sebastian Valmont from Cruel Intentions by Ryan Felipe. That dude, that movie was awesome. Again, totally 90s. I don't think it would do as well now as it did back then. But he was, again, that suave, sophisticated bad boy who used his money and power and influence to just get what he wants and everything. The last bad boy we're going to talk about today, though, is my boy Tyler Durden. He is... The, uh, yeah, as much as, you know, a second ago I did say Bender was like the bad boy, but Tyler Durden is just, takes it to a whole nother level. Whereas Bender is the stereotypical go-to bad boy, Tyler Durden is like the King Kong of bad boys. He's going to blow up a building to show you he cares about you or maybe kidnap you. I don't know. 
Tyler does what Tyler wants. And it's it's great. Let me know what are some of your favorite bad boys in movie and TVs. Let me know in the comments below here on SoundCloud or over on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We're out there and everywhere and love to talk to you, love to hear from you. Just hit me up. Look for The Night Nerd. You can email me, nightnerd at thenightnerd.com. But otherwise, that's going to do it for us today. Again, my name is Lance. Thank you all so much for listening, and we will see you next time. Bad boys, bad boys, what you going to do? What you going to do when they come for you? Bad boys, bad boys, what you going to do? What you going to do when they come for you? When you 